Hi, my name is Austin, and this is Dungeons and Dracon Beams. Previously on Dungeons and Dragon Beams. On a Sunday morning, on a not-so-busy street, a woman glances out the front window of her house and catches sight of two teen boys talking as they walk down the sidewalk. She stands up from the couch and with a groan and gathers up her empty plate and her coffee cup, now mostly gone and cold. She shuffles off towards the kitchen, the thought of them already gone as she begins to think about what she has to get done before Monday kicks off and the endless grind begins again. On the opposite side of the glass, Zack discusses with Xander when they will meet. Xander standing in his teenage boy form is of course only an approximation. His true form is something of metal and ivory and not an organic being, but here stands a perfect reflection of another teen. And as Zack and Xander set a date to meet and they part company, Xander's final words were a warning. That time was getting short. Awesome laid on the floor of his house, chewing on his ball. It was the best. Balls are the best. Especially the fuzzy ones that bounce really well. The only thing that could distract him from this great thing was the tone of the larger upright dogs that were talking right now. He didn't know what they were saying, but he could discern the emotions. There was panic, and sad, and something like surprise, but also sad. He cocked his head to hear a little better, but they weren't making the sounds that came with throwing the ball. He politely grabbed his ball, placing it between his legs. He could wait for someone to throw it. Possum's concerns didn't extend to the Yerks. Not yet, anyways. He didn't know that Dylan was being overwhelmed with information about the insidious alien species infiltrating the human race. Emma stood at the kitchen window and watched as her son, Zack, her baby boy, cleaned out the shed in the yard. As chairs were flung haphazardly out the door onto the lawn, her stomach gives a small flip of guilt. Maybe they'd come down too hard on him. I mean, even they had heard about the incident at the festival. Their phones had lit up with the neighboring entry app notifications as soon as they turned them on on the airplane mode. And it was entirely plausible that he had lost his phone there until that guy, Jonathan Tate, mm, no, Jeremy Jason McColl, that was it, until he had returned the phone. A leaf blower starting up disturbed her out of her reverie, and she shook her head and wondered if two weeks was just a little too long to ground him. As the director of the observatory sent out the email to the staff that they were going to have to report back in, all I could think about were the deadlines that they had to hit and the weird pressure from higher up. They weren't thinking about how they were about to ruin the nights of one single dad who had lovingly prepared a plant-based meatloaf for his daughter. They weren't thinking about how soul-crushing it would be going from making a surprise pup cup for a surprise dog to driving back in and stare at a screen for hours and hours and hours. But that's exactly what they did to Dylan's dad. And as he drove back into the observatory, leaving behind his daughter, he couldn't have known the depths of depravity she would be getting into. That's right, it was America's favorite combo stunt competition and dating show, Flirting with Danger. The following morning, it was the office manager who was the first to be aware that there was a new student at Ocean West High School. Mr. S, of course, took it as an opportunity to teach Savannah his favorite statistic. 60% of all statistics are made up. But otherwise, it went mostly unnoticed. And if Zack's absence was noticed, it was of no concern to Zack, who had played up the sickest little boy card to his mom and was sleeping unconcerned for the day. Until it got late enough to collect his homework. It was not the typical homework that awaited him. Tense chords cut in on a dark screen, interrupted only by short bursts of chatter and the scratching of claws on metal. A sliver of light cuts through the darkness, illuminating a patch of fur and a blur of skin and teeth and claws. The heist music swells as our subjects tumble and barely catch, holding on. There's a fall of several times their own body weights below them, and they swing out into space and then let go. 
a bat flits around a classroom erratically, but in control. And a squirrel hops along the floor like a kid on pixie sticks. It jumps up and opens the door, allowing them out into the main hall, where we see an epic shot looking like the opening to the 1966 Batman show as the squirrel and the bat run down the hall. A dark band creeps, camouflaged against the louvers of a vent, casting a shadow in the same pattern. There's a deep clang of metal as the creature drops into the vent and scrabbles about, looking for the first exit. And like the scene out of Die Hard, this raccoon scrambles into this classroom and drops to the floor. Cut back in the basement of a high school, a squirrel chews through as many wires as it can find, including a security camera, before a bat twists and malforms back into a teen girl with black hair. She rips out the wires that the squirrel couldn't quite get enough leverage to snap, and they search around and find a metal cabinet full of tools and loose a rusty and dilapidated gas vent before scrambling out of there, the girl returning to her bat form as they leave. The raccoon drops into a chemistry classroom and goes on an absolute rampage, knocking papers off the desk, opening the valves to the gas that's usually reserved for Bunsen burners, and pulling the triangle handle at the eyewash station. The small bandit frees himself into the hallway where it totters down and into the principal's office, destroying video equipment, PA equipment, files, whatever it can get its tiny little human-like hands on. And then shuffling back to the chemistry classroom to escape, it sees a big cabinet full of chemicals. So it tears it down off the wall and the sudden addition of energy and moisture sets off chemical reactions left and right and the sparks begin to feed into this leaking gas. And as the raccoon scrambles back up the shaft and into the vent, it's decidedly not a diehard moment this time as its butt gets stuck for but a moment. And then a rumbling down the air shaft is the only warning before an explosion of fire blasts them out and into unconsciousness below the school. That's where we are now. My name is Dylan. My name is Cameron. My name is Zach. My name is Savannah. My name is Axemili Escaluth Estill. We can't tell you where we live. Or our last names. You're all in danger. Very real danger. The Yerks are infesting more people every day. There's too many of them. I'm not even sure if we can win. Oh, we can't win. Try. Maybe we can't. But we can fight. Our only hope is to hold them off until help comes. Who can know how long that will be? We have only one weapon. The Andalite morphing technology. And that's the ability to turn into any creature that we can touch. I still can't believe it. It's insane. I know. We were given this power by a brave ally named Alfangor. 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 Alfangor, who went against his people's wishes. He broke his people's laws. We fight for him. But we also fight for you. And for others for the entirety of Earth. Yeah, we've gained allies, but Matea. we've lost people along the way, too. We've learned not to trust anyone. Not anyone. Nobody. Anyone. Anyone can be a Yerk. A controller. Even you. Hopefully it matters. Savannah and Dylan, you guys have uh, left the school. Um, where are you headed? Get Dylan's clothes. Yeah. Yeah, you get them. Okay, good. Great. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I, I guess probably home. Yep. Savannah's uh, following Dylan back to her house. 
Oh, we need to go get possum first. Oh, hell. So you guys head to Pacific Towers. We make it up the elevator. Bing! There's possum. Savannah's absolutely going to go scratch it on her face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dylan's going to wait patiently for Savannah to be done and then immediately also do the same. He's so excited after he gets uh, one scratch, then he gets another one. He does a quick circle right before you start scratching him, and he loves it. <laughs> Savannah will say to Dylan, um, I'm, pro- I'm guessing we're going back to your place tonight. Uh, Yeah, I... I don't think I'm going to be allowed to stay out unless he leaves again. Okay. I'll just, I'll collect some things. Then. Um, and Savannah's going to go to her room and, and grab some stuff and put it in a backpack. Possum waits for you at the elevator as you like rejoin Dylan and Possum. You guys can uh, make it down and back to Dylan's. Sweet. We do that. All of this took you all about two hours. So it's about 10 o'clock now. And as you get home, your uh, your dad still isn't back. Well, that's just weird. Does he normally work this late all the time? Uh, it just depends on what they have going on. The past few months, not really, but... I mean, maybe he's kind of getting back into the swing of things. Okay. Food? Sure. Sweet. And Dylan's going to just start pulling out whatever leftovers are in the fridge. Uh, I think there's probably definitely some of the meatloaf left over. Uh, there's probably some spaghetti in there. Because that's fast. There's nothing fancy. Yeah, Savannah's not going through Dylan's fridge. Like, what? whatever Dylan brings out, Savannah will, like, do what she can to help. But, like, she's not going through her personal stuff. And Dylan's just gonna heat up some food and sit on the couch and watch some more trash. But not for long. Probably go to bed pretty quickly. Uh, Savannah will... grab her laptop again, keep working on it, work on notes from the day, homework from from the school, Um, probably work on that letter to Mr. S about statistics and then, like, delete a bunch and then add some more and then, like, check it for tone, save it to the drafts for later. Um, But Savannah is is not going to sleep. She's going to try to wait, see if Zach comes back, and she's still... She's still watching. Savannah. Mm-hmm. You fall asleep. You bastard. <laughs> Zach. The noise is all muffled around you. Uh, your vision as it starts to come back is just a smudge of colors and shapes. Nothing's in focus. Your head's throbbing. You inhale deep and you feel a sharp pain in your side. 
You hear a muffled voice. He's opened his eyes. Mark. Mark, I saved the little guy. One of the red shapes moves as it stands over you. You squint a little bit and he comes into focus. Don't worry, little buddy. You're going to be okay. As your vision clears up a little bit more, you see that it's a firefighter. Uh, guy's a little chubby, but he's solid. Um, he's got big brown eyes, brown scruff of a beard. You hear another voice. Get up, Eugene. We may have had the fire out, but we still have some evals to do. Looks like a chem lab blew up. Leave that raccoon alone. It's up now and it'll be fine. He has burns and he's bleeding from his head. His whole tail is almost gone. He needs to go to a vet. Well then call him and get your ass in here. And the firefighter reaches down towards you, Zach. Um, okay. God, all right, I'm gonna try to hiss and then scramble and try to get away. Did raccoons hiss? Whatever. <laughs> Angry noise. You go to hiss and like, you know, maybe put your paw up to like, make it seem like you're gonna like swipe at him or something. You, the hiss doesn't even come out because your ribs are just, you, like the breath just, it's, it makes it hard to even hiss. Say no little guy, Yeah, you need some help. And he'll reach down to try to grab you as you run. As you go to run, you feel like there's like another pain in the, in like your hind leg and you like, it's hard to use and you just fall over, but he like picks you up. It's okay. I'll take care of you. I'm biting him. He does have this big, thick, uh, red fireman's coat on. Of course he does. Yeah, duh. Um, is there any exposed flesh at all? Uh, I mean, maybe his face. He does have his helmet Ooh. off. I'm going to try to just bite through the leather. Raccoons are sharp teeth, boys. Uh, you feel your teeth pierce this leather and uh, enter skin. But I'm gonna argh, like I'm, I've got rabies. Like I don't say it. Yeah, the hand that you bit drops uh, down, but he still like got you uh, like cradled in one of his hands. As that hand drops, you're closer to his face now because he's like got to lean in to cradle you. I'm sorry, man. I say to myself, not to him. You go right across his eye, and you see, like, immediately three, like, well, four? Because maybe the thumb went five. Fuck it. You get all five of it. Scratches. But you see five streaks, uh, just red streaks, just appear on his face as he, ah, grips his eye and drops you. I fucking skedaddle. Yeah, he, he uh, does yell, but he doesn't come after you anymore. He says, wait. Oh, man. God, all right. I'm not gonna... Nothing. Alright. As you run, though, you, you make it to the cover of, like, the, the tree line near the school. Good. Alright, uh, I need to get under some cover. I, I, I don't have any idea how long it's been, but I need to demorph if I can. As you first enter the forest, you notice, like, there's these kids in the in the trees just drinking beer. They're, they look about your age. Five in the morning on a or Monday? Yeah, they're fucking, who knows? But they're bright devils. <laughs> uh, you, so you take off deeper into the forest. 
deeper in, you do find like a nice little uh, patch of like these bushes and stuff that, and nobody seems to be around. So, all right, I'm demorphing as fast as I can. All right, as soon as you you concentrate and you think about your human body, yeah, nothing happens. You focus. You think about your green eyes. You think about your lanky body, your tall, lanky body, your blonde hair. And you can picture your uh, the hair sprouting out of your raccoon head and your raccoon fur retra- retracting in. But that just doesn't happen. So I'm I'm sitting in these bushes and I've I've thought about my curly hair and my green eyes and I have been unable to to demorph. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand on my back paws, like like a human would, and look at my hands, and like hunch down Super Saiyan style, <laughs> and really I'm like thinking about skateboards and TikTok and uh, Dad's pancakes and my mom saying she loved me. And Mo, and my warm bed. Up until this moment, it's been, I got, I just got to get out of this. I got to get out of this. This isn't right. I'm not supposed to be in this body. This isn't my body. Now it is panic. Oh no! Not only am I stuck in the wrong body, this body is injured. It's not even. It's not even a good one. It's it's just all it's it's a bad it's a bad time. As you think that, the raccoon mind. It smells food, maybe from those kids earlier, and that's all it wants to do is go get that food. As this panic is going through your mind and as you're thinking about your mom saying that she loves you and your dad, you know, grounding you, but also telling you he loves you, slowly the raccoon mind starts to take over and you want that food more and more but then the claws start to retract your palms start to emerge from the raccoon paws as your hands get wider and wider and slowly slower than you've ever morphed before uh, after about two minutes you finally make it back to your body and then hearing the raccoon brain screaming at him for food and he's trying as hard as he can. He's been trying and nothing's happening. He's probably starting to lose hope. And the moment the claws start to go back in, he's going to... thats It's just renewed energy. And thats that might be the only reason he's able to, to pull it off. After? God. Um, he's... He's been exhausted for days. He's been running nonstop. Um, this is probably the moment that it, it all finally catches up to him. And after he's fully out of it, it's going to be a deep breath in. And the breath out is just sobs. And he's going to just like squat down and then kind of just lay down and fetal position, just crying. Like, rocking back and forth, ugly crying, dirt in his face, 
snot everywhere. It's gross. It's a good thing he's in the woods by himself. Um, God, a good, a good long cry. Like, I don't think it's a couple hours or anything, but probably 20 minutes. Especially how he just blew up his school. <laughs> like, he's fucking... He doesn't like school, but shit. <laughs> that wasn't what he wanted to do. Just wanted the day off. That, plus the exhaustion, plus the horror of being stuck in a mangled raccoon body. Yeah, he's gonna take some personal time. I won't torture you anymore, Nate. You, <laughs> Zach makes it You're home. You're okay. He makes it home, <sighs> gets back in, and nobody is the wiser. As soon as Dylan sees that um, Savannah is falling asleep, like genuinely falling asleep, uh, as much as she wanted to go sleep in her own bed, she's going to like recline the chair that Savannah's in very, very gently so as to not wake her and like pull the blanket over. And then she's going to open her own laptop and plug in her little external hard drive and turn on the webcam and point it at herself laying on the couch and fall asleep there. Well, Savannah, your uh, phone alarm goes off at your normal time. The morning comes. I think as soon as Savannah's alarm goes off, she, every time she's woken up in the past couple of days, has been bolt upright in a fucking panic. This is the worst. This is full launch forward, chairs reclined, scrambles back, like literally like gets hurtled back because she thinks she's going to be able to get up and she's just fuck, 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 fuck. And like pulling the blank, like confused, angry, feels like she's going to hurl everywhere, like doesn't know. And then like sees Dylan and like freezes and just doesn't know what to do is just staring at Dylan. In the commotion, Dylan is like, what, 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 what? I, 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 I fell asleep. I fell asleep all night. Fuck. Yeah, you super did. Fuck. And Dylan's just going to reach over and turn her camera, like turn her whole laptop towards Savannah. Uh, again, it's not my first rodeo being watched. So that's there for you if you want it. I ate some Oreos at like 2 a.m., I think. Savannah's going to like disbelief, like, like just literally like she's stunned. Like she's frozen here staring at this like, I I can't, I can't believe you did this. And then she's going to like take it and like scrub through the video and, like, probably see, like, Dylan's 2 a.m., like, going to get Oreos and then, like, clock, like, was it 30 seconds? Was it 45 minutes? Like, we'll say that your camera is, like, faced to, um, like, where it's faced on the couch, your kitchen is behind that. So, like, mm -hmm. you see Dylan get up for the Oreos and walk mm -hmm. to, like, the kitchen. You can still mm -hmm. see her and come, like, after she eats them, gets her milk, she'll come back and lay on the couch. Uh, so, yeah, you find that. Yeah, you accidentally delete the video. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, uh, doesn't matter. Um, Savannah's gonna ask her, "Can I? Can I? Can we take this? Can we take this with us?" Yeah, it's. I mean, it's my laptop. Of course, we can take it with us. 
Okay, as soon as Dylan says, yeah, she's going to shut it and, like, put it in her bag with everything else that she's collecting here. I, okay. I'm going to need that when we get to school. Yeah, uh, yes, I will, I will, I will return it. Dylan, you notice that you have a cover on you now, uh, like a thicker cover than when you fell asleep. Oh. I'm going to go, so, uh, I'm going to go look out the window to the driveway. Your dad's car is in the driveway. Oh. So he came home in the night. Pretty late, though, mm. if you got Oreos at 2 a.m. Yeah. God, that really sucks. And Dylan's going to, like, tiptoe up the stairs toward her room, uh, but is going to first, like, peek in. Yeah, you peek in, you see him sleeping. Uh, I guess it was super late, because he is out. And going to just quietly shut the door, hold the hold the knob, close the door, twist the knob back. Quiet as a mouse. And then go to my bedroom to get dressed. Uh, Zach, your mom comes in and uh, gently wakes you up at at your normal time because you still don't have your phone or anything. Zach is probably... I've probably been having nightmares all night. Wakes up in a cold sweat probably the moment the door opens. Just, oh, what? Hey, Mom. Hey, I was just going to... Uh, I'm up. No, no, I was just letting you know. Something happened to the school last night. Um, Apparently there was an explosion or something in a chem lab. But uh, school is off today and, and for the rest of the week. Oh. How, how, how bad was it? Was anybody hurt? No one got hurt. Uh, there was just... One of the wall, like, they said there was a buildup of gas or something like that in a vent. And then some chemicals fell over somehow and ignited it. Uh, but the oh, there's just, like, part of the wall is, is down, but it's just a hole. Um, it's not Holy too much. Shit. They're just going to have to have some time to work on it. Okay, well, um... Uh, I guess I'm going to go back to sleep. Yeah. Then? Yeah. Sorry for waking you up. I just wanted to let you know. Thanks. Good night. And he lays back down. Does he still have the Nokia? Uh, it is on your, like, nightstand. Okay. Um, what time is it? Like 6.30, I think? Yeah. It's just going to shoot a text to, to Savannah. On the Nokia. Just heard school blew up. Guess it's canceled. Meet up maybe 1230-ish. Your place. Uh, Savannah will text back. Uh, no, I'm meeting Cameron. Oh, cool. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Savannah, you notice that you have, like, your updates are now coming in as well. That school is canceled because of a gas leak um, and other complications. Yours isn't canceled. Uh, Dylan's school is, you get, well, Dylan, you don't get it because you don't have your phone. Mm -mm. 
Yeah, and Savannah would also, like, I'm sure there's a school website that they can go and check and there's, like, a thing updated. So even if we don't get, like, text right away, I think Savannah would go to, like, yeah. worldwideweb.com. The, the texts would also go to, like, parents, too, right? So my dad would have gotten a message. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that seeing that Savannah has gotten this alert message, is, is Dylan's school canceled, too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dylan's gonna go and knock on her dad's door kind of loudly and try to wake him up a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's there? It's me. <sighs> She's gonna crack the door open and just peek her head in. Hey, yeah. Dad. Yeah. Can you look at your phone for me? Sure. He, like, wipes his eyes, reaches over, grabs the phone. Oh, yeah, uh, looks like school's there's a gas leak. Yeah, Savannah got a weird message about her school, too, so... Oh. Wow. That's, uh... Two schools. I wonder what's yeah. going on. I don't know. Everything is messed up and weird. Oh. So, I think if you're cool with it, um, I'm gonna go do some homework at Savannah's today. And then I'm going to try and hit an early meeting. Savannah hasn't really actually told Dylan the plan. So, like, yeah, so it might help. But the most inconspicuous way is kind of how it's already gone down. Like, making sure that he's getting those text messages. She hasn't told Dylan the plan. So it's very realistic to Dylan that it could go back there. And then maybe, like, at this point, like, as Dylan's saying this, Savannah is just going to say, like, yeah, you know, to take possum home. Like, just some excuse. Like, yeah, like, let's... I didn't bring enough food for possum for today. Like, can we head back? He'll say, uh... Yeah, yeah, I like... That girl's been a good, uh... A good... Bro, not an example for you. She's been answering her phone. I like her. Yeah, you can hang out with her. I like her, too. And Dylan just kind of smiles at him. Goofy. He smiles, too, and... Uh, but you see, like, his eyes are, like, still almost fall, like, falling back asleep. Go back to bed and don't let him work you too hard. Thanks, honey. You all have fun. Don't get in any trouble. Thanks. New phone? New phone. Tomorrow. Beautiful. Love you. Love you. She just closes the door quietly. Okay, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool all day. Excellent. And uh, Savannah will grab up her stuff. The her backpack now has Dylan's and her laptop in it, and uh, grab Possum and head back to drop him off. You can drop him off fine. Nothing, no worries. Savannah's already grabbed everything she needs from her place. So once they're there, literally drop Possum off. Like make sure he's gone to the bathroom first. Give him breakfast, water, clean it up. Clean it up, of course. You would never doubt me in that. You would never say otherwise. I've got that. Uh, not even one time on air. But, um, yeah. And then after all that, then uh, I think Savannah will just, you know, say to Dylan, like, all right, let's go. Uh, as they're walking or as they're going down in the elevator, Dylan's going to be like, I didn't make coffee. Can we make, can we get some coffee? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, Savannah, you know, there's a... Uh, a place 
literally across the street from Pacific Towers that makes great breakfast. And maybe they have great coffee. Pineapple flavored coffee? No. Okay. Coconut flavored coffee? Yes. They have both of those. So if you like the pineapple, you can get the pineapple. If you like the coconut, you, you can see how <laughs> We went exact opposite. I'm like, ooh, pineapple. And Jenna's like, no, and then coconut. And I'm like, oh, and Jenna's like, oh, okay. <laughs> we combine the two pina colada coffee. Oh. Oh. Uh, but yeah, you guys can get some coffee. I think the first part uh, by bus, as far as we can go. One of those buses does go to that gas station. That one runs, uh, it, it like runs once early, once midday, one more time before midnight because it goes like really far. Yeah, I think we'll we'll take that one as far as we can go. And I'm guessing we hit the midday one because the really early one's probably already passed. Yeah, we'll say like six, twelve, six. If there's a six, twelve, and six bus that goes to the gas station we need to go to, Zach would probably be planning to take the twelve o'clock bus. Because he needs to go to the cabin, too. You can get up a little bit early. As you all get on the bus, Zach is on the bus as well. Like, he, he's already sitting on there as you guys walk on. Hey, hey. What's up? Just, um, heading out of town. Dylan's going to pull the second cup off of her because she, she uses a second cup and not a coffee sleeve because those suck um she's gonna pull the second cup off of her coffee and be like you want there are two people sitting no, one's at good. the mid point oh, okay. one's at the then uh, she'll put it back thanks though. take a sip looking at him like he's a weirdo i don't know if we make any conversation on the way there i don't know how many people are on the bus and i don't want to talk around other people i don't think savannah would be talking too much on this bus ride like she's not there's not there's two people is is a creepy amount of people I don't want to disturb the silence. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And then once we get there, we get some ways into the woods. And then Savannah will ask Dylan, do you want to morph? Sure. What should I, what should I do? And Dylan's just going to start shaking it out. And she wore, like, workout clothes today. And some of those Vibram shoes. So, like... She's sleek. Uh, so Savannah will offer to her, like, if you want to more first, I can grab your shoes and throw them in the bag. Oh, you don't think the shoes will go? I, I can't do shoes. Maybe you can once you get clothes. I don't know, but um, I can't do shoes. She's, she's going to pump her arms, but she's gonna, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. All right. Get ready. Here we go. So, there's a hummingbird. Let's go do it. Let's do it. Well, actually. Oh, what? Uh, I have to carry this backpack in. So, did you want to do horses? <gasps> and immediately just starts doing the horse more. Zach, you come out of the gas station. With a, with a five-hour energy. <laughs> shaking it up. As you walk up, you see uh, the changes on Dylan's start. And they're, like, out in the woods a ways? Yeah, like, they told you where they were. Oh, you guys are gonna morph. Um, cool, how are you? And then he, like, just shuts up and watches? As you morph, your clothes start to expand with you. 
Uh, they will start to rip. As soon as she feels them start to get tight, she just starts ripping them off. Shit, 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 shit. Nope, 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 nope. This was expensive. And Savannah will help her. If she has, like, hoof hands, she'll be like, oh, God, and, like, help her pull the shirt off. Zach's going to politely turn his head. Uh, Yeah, I think that Dylan's back starts to elongate first until she just kind of flops down on all fours um, as she's obviously pulling stuff off. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and then her neck starts to go longer and longer, and then her face comes out of that. And it's just like one fluid. And yeah, your horse. First thing that comes to your head is run. Uh, and you you take off as you see like this these two figures standing near you. Uh, you take off into the woods. Uh, I think Savannah, as she sees Dylan start to like you know before she takes off entirely, get that like hyped up panicked look savannah's just gonna immediately start like whoa easy easy and like then start scooping her stuff into the backpack and morphing herself as dylan's taking off not listening um zach's just gonna watch this happen (laughs) watches dylan take off and goes all right and then (laughs) it's gonna look at savannah you've already started morphing too Mm mm-hmm yeah, he's just going to hold his hands out for the bag. Savannah places one of the straps of the bag over her neck as she starts morphing. I'll I'll carry it. I'm not going to morph. Oh, I'm morphing a thing to carry it. She said, like, not breaking morph as she's, like, and maybe, like, starting to, like, words as it's coming out. Like, uh, like I'm morphing a carry. <laughs> um, so as she's talking to Zach and saying, like, I'm morphing a carry, he's putting the thing over. Her face, uh, the first thing you see is like this brighter white stripe appearing down the middle of her face with like at the very end of the nose, just a little black spot. And if you were able to see under her like morph clothes, you'd see like one spot pop up on the side of her. And then she starts like elongating this snout out. And then uh, her body shape changes like weirdly so that the middle of her just kind of like rounds out like really big and then hair starts growing in all like long and fuzzy as she's like morphing and elongating spine now and down onto like all fours with the neck growing growing and just like you think it's gonna keep going but it stops it's just a little shorter you know just a little stubby neck and then the last thing is like as the ears are migrating up her head they just come in and then like flop down kind of out to each side like weird like most horses are very like stoic at the top and this is just kind of flopping on the edge and then she's standing there as a little pony with a <laughs> Tony the pony with a backpack over her neck as you finish this morph this horse sees another horse running wild and free oh I know that's gonna fucking piss her off <laughs> it seems fun to run but and that horse looks great and it does piss you off a little bit but savannah holds it down perfect uh big snort like the big like massive expulsion of air that's like that dragon snort and then one ear back to zach and then like you want to lift thank you for not making me ask and she's like you can tell she's like hurry up like her body language is like flip like all on edge ears going back like Come on. Oh, this is going to be great then. You're going to love this. Zach just kind of 
like a baby climbing onto a counter tries to he doesn't know how to get on savannah a horse. down one savannah down one knee leg forward hurry up he like grabs a branch and like tries to pick himself like lift up <laughs> she's fully trying to help him at this point like i'm trying to climb up right and then i go and the the curls go and then he just backs up and just does a fucking flip a handspring <laughs> runs up the uh tree grabs the branch and gang yeah <laughs> Savannah, you look away for one second. He's on your back when you look back. That's really hard to do, considering horses only have two blind spots, and neither of them are where Zach mounted from, but sure. No, sure, Austin. You don't know. That's not what I meant. I came from beneath. <laughs> I meant you blinked. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Zach managed to get up there. and I want to grab some mane. Is that cool? Yeah, so Savannah's not even waiting. Like, he probably grabs Maine because as soon as he's, like, astride, Savannah's popping up and bolting. He probably grabs the backpack strap, honestly, at first. Because he, well, then it, he chokes you a little. <laughs> he doesn't want to hurt you. But then he'll grab Maine in a I've little bit. I've pulled strap. Like, I've, Pony's had a strap before around okay. the neck, and I've pulled it. And she, there's no reaction. It might choke her out, but she made no reaction at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's just She's Pony. Strong. Yeah. Yeah, kill me. I don't care. Savannah, Dylan... Is just pulling off from you. She's she has hit her stride. She's uh even moving through the trees like which are kind of hard for you guys to you know kind of get around quick enough. But oh, I'm trying to keep Zach on my back. I'm I'm fully <laughs> hindered in this. <laughs> yep, Dylan, you're free. You can run. The wind in your mane just feels so good. Your tail in the breeze too, and you can. Feel the uh, soft ground. Like every now and then, you might hit a stick between, like with your hooves and stuff. But for the most part, moving through, and it just feels good. Dylan, stop. Yeah, you hear that in your head, and it still feels great. But you are human. Before I stop, you just hear yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are um, in control of your morphs now. Sacks on your back, Savannah. Savannah doesn't break gallop until she reaches where Dylan is. And Dylan's just sitting there like prance footing. Just, uh, <laughs> it's so cool. I feel like there's a certain amount of effort Zach can make to like, not just like be super fucking annoying for Savannah to carry him. And hopefully he's like figuring that out as we go. Yeah, that's right. You don't need to. She's trying to help you actively. Like she's trying to keep Zach like centered as she's doing this. It's no effort for her. She's a big old strong horse. A big old strong pony. T- named Tony. Big old strong Tony. <laughs> okay. Zach tries not to feel like a cowboy. Why would you he, try not to feel he, like a cowboy? He does not succeed. <laughs> I'm just saying. He fights it, and then eventually gives into it. So he's he's probably grinning ear to ear by the time we get to the cabin. Especially if we're running at full speed. Yeah, as you guys run, it only takes you, like, normally it might take you, like, in, I think we said, like, an hour-ish from where the... Uh, 
the stop is, it takes you 10, 15 minutes. Um, as they are approaching though, Savannah will like at the, as soon as I think they might know the edges of thought speak range ish, like vaguely. And I think she'll start where she thinks it might be in thought speak range, like calling out to like Cameron and Axe. Cameron, Axe, we're coming in. Is everything good? Yes. Everything is fine. Does it sound weird? Uh, in what way? Tierce, tense, under duress, one may say. Not under duress or anything like that, but a little more tense uh, than normal. I think Savannah from that is going to get, he's upset, but he's not in danger. Um, then Savannah's heading on in and stopping and seeing I, in her mind, Zach's just going to dismount, but we'll see like what, what Zach is capable of. <laughs> it falls off. Probably just goes, I mean, how fast do you stop? Uh, she's, she's trying to help you. So she's trying to like slowly bring it down. But unfortunately you're going to go from that nice smooth gallop to that canter where you're like, okay, we're rocking, but like, I'm okay. And then you're going to go to that trot where you're just jackhammering like, oh God. And like, then, then the walk. So pick your poison, man. Hey, do you fall off the horse? I guess. All right. So Zach is just off. You don't take any damage. Straight over the front, right? That's how it goes? If you're going over the front, then I'm absolutely dead stopping from a gallop and just planting, letting you... Savannah, maybe the horse brain kicks in just at the end and you let your mind uh, go off into the horse for just a second, and but you regain it right back and stop in your tracks right in front of the cabin. Zach, you fly off. You don't stick the landing, but you manage to... Um, Superhero landing? Yeah, like hit, roll, and like face Savannah in a three-point stance. Look at oh, he would have fucking broken a leg if he stuck that landing. Well, maybe he knows horses. He's fallen off skateboards enough times. He knows to like tumble into it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like in front of the steps to the cabin and Savannah is uh, facing you. And Dylan, you come trotting up behind. Zach just stands up and, like, wipes his hands off. It's cool. Thank you for the ride. Savannah's horse, like, pony heads, nods obnoxiously, like a horse does. (laughs) (laughs) Are y'all gonna come in, or, like, you want me to wait for you, or? If you want. And Savannah will just start demorphing. You don't have to, I guess. Dylan's gonna, uh, is there, is there any grass or anything anywhere around? Uh, yeah, so there is, like, this little clearing of trees, like, right in front of the, uh, cabin. Okay. I, 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 Dylan just really wants to get a big mouthful of something green and eat it. For no, just, just to know, just to know what it's like. It's, um, nourishment. Ah, all right. Cool. So it's not fun or green or delicious or crunchy? It's a little crunchy. And delicious is one word to describe it. Uh, Wet. Mm. It's not actually wet, but like when you chew the grass, it tastes wet. 
I, I mean, if you have synesthesia, there's no way to know if a horse has synesthesia, so. Austin, what time of day is it? Uh, It is about, it's like two. The bus takes like two hours to get out, to get out. So it's like three hours past the point where the grass would be at its most sugary. So it's starting to taper off, but it's mm. still probably sugary. Yeah. This grass. Nice. There's something about it. It stays sugary a little longer. The nice. morning. That's why they call it dew. Because it's sweet. Is it? I don't think that's right. I I don't either. But I'm gonna go with it. Um, and then as as soon as she gets done with her mouthful of grass, she's gonna start demorphing. But as you finish the demorph, you still have a little bit of grass in there, and it tastes the same. No, uh, that no, no. Savannah will be right there, like handing her her clothes and shoes. I kind of liked it a little bit, though. Weird. Okay. It tastes like those jelly beans, the ones that are grassy. <gasps> a little bit, but like better. Zach's just watching this, just like hands in his pockets, just like taking it in after she's dressed. Just the conversation, I guess. <laughs> it's just like what the fuck. <laughs> that was. Not necessary. Okay. Um, y'all are, are you guys ready? Because it's probably going to be pretty bad. I would expect. Savannah's going to walk into the cabin and try to find Axumili immediately. As you walk into the cabin, like you first enter to the right is the, like the living room. You see Cameron in there. He uh, is sitting on the couch and kind of like rubbing the sleep out of his eyes. He's got a cover on the couch. Looks like he just woke up. Uh, Axumili is in the dining room uh, where he set up his workstation and he seems just to be in there working on something. Okay, she'll walk into the dining room and um, start going into the bag. And she's going to bring out a, another bag that she had packed in there and kind of wrapped clothing around and, and made sure that it was protected and, and also hidden. And she'll open it up and uh, inside are, are all of the epitome and crystals that they got. You're looking in and you see just a small stitch along the side that looks like it's a, just a slightly different color thread than the rest of the bag. And it's like when you look in the bag, it's apparent you wouldn't see it, like, you know, just giving a quick scan. But as you look in, you see a stitch that's a different color. She's going to kind of pull that. Just while she's taking stuff out, she's going to pull that thread as she sees it. Uh, the thread starts to come loose. And if you pull it all the way out, a little flap kind of just, like, falls open. And more of these crystals fall out into the bag of crystals that you had. Okay. Um, she's going to put them on the table and continue explaining kind of half distracted by that going on. Um, but I don't believe they've told Aximili about this. Uh, so she's going to kind of give him the quick rundown of like, there was a time when we had uh, this Cameron from the future came here and we got these crystals and they do different sorts of things. I'll have to like look and, and see what Cameron left us to tell us what they do, but I had a thought that if we had one in here that had something to do with 
taking away memories. Maybe we could boost it or something and dose Katie with it when she gets unyerked. His stock eyes are moving all around. And you notice when you walked in, he followed you with one. Um, but now he like turns his head and uh, from like what he's working on, looks in the bag. I am not familiar with these crystals. I know, but, or I guessed, but maybe we can do something. Maybe we can look at them, see if we, if there's anything we can do. I also just don't know how effective they are to begin with. Um, he looks into the bag. And I think at that point too, she'll kind of grab the ones that came out of that seam and just like, like we'll have separated them. Well, the ones that fell out, they have mixed in with the crystals that you already have. Okay. And some of them are the same color. It's like hard to tell which ones were before. Like, okay. if that, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he will look in the bag as well. And, uh, he looks back to you. And he says, uh, I believe there's something else. And he reaches in and uh, in that little, the little pouch that fell open, he reaches in that and there's like the corner of a little piece of paper. And he uh, pulls it out and looks at it and looks back to you and hands it to you. And it's a handwritten note. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Shall I read this out loud just for... <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, and Savannah might even read it out loud, actually, like, as she's pulling it out there. She'll, not like, su not like to everybody, because she's still very cognizant that Katie is downstairs, but, um, she'll read it out loud, like, Epitome and Crystals. Black makes you stronger, faster, tougher. Yeah, we need that. Green heals your wounds. Orange. Caution. Big wound. Can't remember this. White knocks them out. Off-white wakes them up. Confuse. Red. We don't know. Purple is trippy. Must be a drug. Pink. Don't know, but it makes me feel good. Swirly, shiny gray. Extreme caution. Do not use. This one affects the brain and it messes up more than it works right. Extremely bad consequences with this. See notes on Sam Mitchell? Uh, Zach, as you walk in, Cameron looks at you and just gives you like a head nod. What's up, man? Hey man, um, dude, I'm so sorry that I didn't come back, like, immediately. Um, kind of got grounded, <laughs> got, got my phone taken away and stuff, uh, it's been, it's been not great. Yeah, uh, don't worry about it, and he kind of, like, rubs the back of his head, but you see, uh, Savannah talking to Aximili in, in the other room, but you can't hear what they're saying. Everything going good? I mean, you haven't been down to see her probably, but, you know, any reports from Max? I was down there. We, I didn't go look at her, go in front of the door or anything, just down there with him. Uh, and he's been checking on her. He let me get some rest last night. Cool, cool. All right, man. Um, I'm just going to go see what they're doing. Dylan is just kind of taking it all in as soon as she heard savannah start talking about the mind wiping she got like super tense and then as soon as savannah said katie she was like okay we're good here uh so then she's just gonna like sit down and pay attention to everything that's happening like when zach 
comes in, Savannah, as you finish uh, up reading up this note. Like, as if you're walking in, as we're, like, we're talking and discussing this, like, Aximili read it, Savannah read it, as Zach walks in, she'll show him, or if he, like, reaches for it, she'll hand it over. What do you think this means? Cameron walks into. Sam Mitchell. You know Sam Mitchell. He is like your biggest follower on TikTok. He's been there since the beginning. He's on the baseball team. You just saw him the other night at uh Yeah. At the festival. What happened to Sam Mitchell? I don't know. Is there any more of this? It looks like a torn off corner. Is there like And Savannah will start investigating that bag further. It looks like this is just like a small little journal, like one of the handheld journals, but it doesn't have any other notes in it, just these ones. Cameron, if you were going to hide something, where would you hide it? Uh, Zach's treehouse. Okay. I'll check it out next time. I hit a wooden screwdriver there once. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure. I'll check it out when I get home, see if I can find something. How's uh, how's the downstairs situation, Max? If you mean your prisoner, she hasn't left. Um, I've set up a monitoring system on her. You can watch the feedback here if you like, but she has, I have not seen a yerk exit her head. Okay. Savannah will turn and like immediately like hone in on what he's saying and try to like see what's going on. He's got a laptop up and there's a feed on there. You see Katie sitting in the in the chair with just like her hands, her head in her hand. So Savannah will be like half watching that and like half paying attention to what's going on now. And I think she'll just like staring at the screen but start like accidentally do you think there's any way to try to figure out what these do? with chemical makeup or something. With time, I can try to test them. Uh, take samples from what I know. I am not a scientist. I, the Andalites are just so far technologically advanced that we seem way smarter than humans. Well, we are way smarter than humans, but I do not know everything. No, but our best bet, you are the smartest one here. I would do my best. We only need to find out, I think, two. I think pink is the least of our worries, but gray or red, I think. If I have time, I will look into them. I think Savannah's going to look confused at that. Did anybody question Katie? No, she can't know who we are. No, I... Well, yeah, I was going to ask if she said anything. Cameron will say, well... I definitely didn't. Um, Max, Maxie asked her if she was hungry. She said no. She gave us... She tried to um, appeal to someone. She didn't know who was out here. She just started talking to anybody except the Andalite. When's the last time she ate? We've, we've gave her sandwiches, but she half eats them. I don't know why. She's going to eat half of it. She might as well eat the whole thing. 
It's just a waste of smoked ham. Did you ask her if she eats meat? He uh, looks to Aximili, and he looks over to Savannah and looks back to Dylan and shakes his head. No, I didn't. Huh. Yeah, it just kind of feels a little cruel to make somebody who doesn't eat meat eat meat. That's true. Well, we did peanut butter and honey the first time. She ate that. Right? She only ate half of that one, too. Hmm. Oh, man. Hey, did I do, like, a war crime? Or something? I I don't think it's that serious. Looks the looks back to Max. He says, "All right, I guess we're off the hook." So should we ask her some questions? I mean, Max, we're really sure about this three day thing, right? Uh, yes, the Yurk cannot survive longer than three days. They will starve. And the festival, I mean, that was, that was Saturday night? Yes. So, unless her, uh, unless her year, like, ate right before festival, should be coming out of there. Correct. She was in front of a year tank at the festival. Oh. Can these can these things like communicate between each other? Like do they do they you know do, do they hive mind or something? I do not believe so, unless they are in a a host that is thought to be capable. In their natural form they are blind. Okay. So we're saying that this this thing is about to come out of her and we know it's not going to go anywhere because Look where we are. It shouldn't it shouldn't matter at this point if we go down and talk to her. We can't do that because we don't want our faces to be known to her. We don't want her to know that we're here. Hopefully we're going to be able to somehow get her to forget us and let her go. And if not, she was a controller. We can't let her go back to be infested again. There's a target painted on her back and if our secret gets out, the jig is up. That's it for us. Okay. So we don't want her to know who we are. Us, the totally normal people. Correct. Aximili could question her. But they think that there are Andalites. No, that's the problem. That's why she's here. She knew we were humans. That's why I picked her up. Right, so if she sees a different Andalite, she might think we're not humans. You could definitely give it a shot. That's a shot, but... She's still capable of lying, even without the Yurk. Yeah, everyone is. <laughs> I would like more assurance than that. I mean... After the yurt comes out, Katie can just tell us what she saw, right? Katie can tell Aximili what she saw. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. 
Like, we don't have to question the year, right? We can just wait till Katie... Who would assume... I assume she would cooperate. You also assume that I would cooperate. That is an assumption that I made accidentally. I apologize. He looks to you. Just gives, like, a nod. Would you be willing to do this for us? That depends. I was willing to help you all, but you did not take my advice of him. Matea is dangerous. She is, but... A couple things. We assumed, like you did at first, that all Andalites were our allies. We got ourselves into a tough situation, and we got out of it with a potential new help. She is not help. That's what I am trying to tell you. She's a murderer. A thief as well. He says as he like goes back to... You see he has like the Z space transponder out and he's just like got like a piece of it off and he seems to like use this little screwdriver to screw something back on as he goes back to it. She cannot be trusted. She is treacherous. You really don't need to trust her. Uh, you see one of the stock guys go to Dylan. And you can kind of tell that this is between you, Axe, Zach, and Cameron. Like, he's left Dylan out of this. Because he says, that is Andalite technology. And it is in the hands of a human we just met. That is how you're asking me to trust. You're asking me to trust her as well. I think Savannah's going to pause here and then she's going to start to morph. Um, and it doesn't really matter to what to her, so I think she's just going to start going to something familiar. I think she might actually just go to Possum. To awesome Possum. Uh, and then once she's morphed there, she's going to say Aximili, like directly to Aximili and only to him. Aximili, that was the best option that we had at the moment. That was the option to keep both Maitea from having to be killed or killing one of us and keeping the morph cube with us. But the, how do you know that this girl is not in alliance with Matea? How long, we don't know how long she's been here. I've been watching her for three days. Well, almost three days at this point. I don't know that she's not in alliance with I don't know that. I barely, I don't even know if she's not a controller. I don't think she is, but I don't know that. But we are in a better situation than we would have been otherwise. And you and I both know that if Maitea wanted to take my head off, she could have done it a lot faster. I would have intercepted. I think if she really wanted to do it, you might not have had time. But I appreciate that, and I appreciate that you did intercept her. Savannah, if you ask me, I will trust you in this matter, but there's something else you should know. She didn't just kill a war prince. That war prince, he trained with my father. It was her war prince. She served under him. He was my father's sworn, his closest friend.
don't know that... <sighs> I mean, you're right, we can't trust her, trust her, but potentially we can use... Not an alliance, but a truce. Then if you have a plan, Savannah, I would like to know it. I do. It's not very good. While they're just sitting there staring at each other, having this conversation with each other, clearly not letting Dylan hear this part, uh, Dylan's just gonna, well, and stand up. Cameron, uh, outside with me? Uh, yeah. Yeah, come on. Thanks. My favorite thing in the world, being talked about like I'm not here. Love it. Thanks, guys. And she's just gonna walk outside. Cameron, like, looks over, like, as she walks out, and he's, like, going to join her, he looks at Savannah Possum, then to Zach, then to Axe, but then back to uh, Savannah Possum. Kind of just like shrugs his shoulders and follows Dylan. Um, I'm just gonna go with them, actually. And Zach's gonna walk out, too. Did we do something wrong? We were quite rude by human standards. That is troubling. Yeah. Savannah was gonna open this up at this point and like tell everybody what her plan is, but I think it's because everybody just left, she's gonna be like, well, all right. So I've been thinking, um, Vizard, Vizard 3. An Andalite. The abomination. Right. The Yerk is the abomination. Yes. The Yerk has to feed. That's a weak point. What if we scout out and figure out when the Yerk has to feed and we free the Andalite? This is a long pause and he, as he's thinking. I would be able to avenge my brother. You would, and Maitea would get the thing that she wanted that would have her, that would make her betray us. She wouldn't have a reason to anymore. I do not like the idea of working with her. It's not necessarily working with her, it's getting her off our tails and not betraying us. But that would be treason to my people if I helped her. Then you don't help her, then let us do it. Maybe you can help us scout and give us ideas, but you don't have to do it. I honestly, accidentally, I don't really want you working with Maitea anyways, because I don't, I don't like the thought of her doing anything that would put you in danger on a mission, and I think she might. I would destroy her in one-on-one -on -one combat. But you're right. She's sneaky. She is an assassin. Yeah. And I get... I get the impression not the smartest Andalite. Huh. She has... definitely not... have the brain power that I do. She's all brawn. That's apparent. But she's smart as well. I, look, listen, I should not be so arrogant when it comes to another Andalite, especially one as dangerous as Matea. You deserve to know the truth about her. And she is very formidable. She is wise. 
she's not dumb by any means, but... No, but talking to her, it just... There was an impression. You're right, she's no scholar. So now Savannah's gonna go quiet because she has pitched everything to Aximilian now that she has been thinking about since this all started. And so like ever since Maitea threw out that you need to do something for me, you need to help me, you need to help me on my plan, Savannah's like just leveled with Aximilian like everything that she's been like grinding on for the past three days. Savannah, after everything that you said, what you've offered, I can, I do want to help you still, and plausible deniability is not honorable, but we will see how things work out. I just want you to know that she's dangerous, and I want to ask something of you as well. Okay. After everything, after we freed the abomination, and if we can free him, after she has gotten what she wanted and we have gotten what we have wanted. If their chance or the opportunity presents itself, we take her into custody for the Andalite fleet. She must face judgment. If it is possible and we have the means to do so, as in the Andalites are near and we don't have to contain her for any duration of time we can try then I guess we better contact the fleet and what if she proves to work out what if she works with us then what she must still answer for her crimes she's killed someone Savannah I think I might have too. He look like he now like turns to you and you see one of his stalk eyes is on you and two of his main eyes. But then he lets the stalk eye wander again. Savannah, there is a difference in taking a life in the middle of a battle than stabbing your commander in his back. Maybe. Have you been um, writing your journals? I have. Keep at them, it, it may help you. That's not what we're talking about here. Will you help us question, Katie? I, I will help. Okay. And. I still think we should probably try to wipe her memories if we can, if it's possible. Uh, I will do my best. I, I'm trying to tell you, Savannah, this is not my strong suit. You have a better chance than any one of us, and I think it's her best chance at having some semblance of a life after this. Yes, I will, I will do what I can. Go ahead and start. Okay, and I should probably go apologize and tell Dylan we weren't actually really talking about her for all that long. Uh, yes. That, that may 
repairing the fractures in the team would definitely be, prove useful. This isn't my strong suit. And then Savannah will start to demorph. If, like, Andalites smile with their eyes and, like, you can tell when they do it, this is a, a half smile. Like a, like a look at you and, like, a little smirk side of the face uh, with his right eye as he, like, side at you. But he uh, reaches into the bag and pulls out the dark gray, this dark gray metallic looking crystal. As you, like, look in the bag, you take a quick count. The green crystals, you have 20 of them. Uh, the white crystals, uh, you have nine. The black crystals, there are three of them. Uh, red, six. Orange, seven. Purple, one. No pinks. Uh, Off-white, two. And of this dark gray metallic, you have three. And that's the one that um, Aximili pulls out first and is examining. Okay. Uh, Savannah will leave him to it and walk outside to, like, find where everybody else is. Meanwhile, uh, Dylan, as you head out, Cameron's right behind you. Zach, you're following. Is that right? Yeah. It's probably like a beat later. Like, they both will go outside, and then a beat later, Zach, you hear the screen door slam again. Yeah, she stomps over to the grassy area and just sort of flops on her butt and then lays back and puts her left hand over her stomach and her right hand over her chest and just sits there and focuses on feeling her breath go in and feeling her stomach rise and then feeling her chest rise and then in reverse back out, just focusing. Uh, Cameron, like, will watch you for a second and say that. Is that, like, relaxation? Mm -hmm. All right. And he sits down in the grass and, like, does the same thing and then that's when the... Uh, Screen door slams is uh, shut as Zach walks out. You see uh, Dylan and Cameron with like both over there doing these breathing techniques. I think Zach probably knows a little, like enough to know that, like, okay, that's like a meditation thing. I'm not going to mess with that. And he will be like nearby, available, um, and. God, I don't know how to I don't know how to explain it. Trying to put off like, hey man, everything's fine vibes without <laughs> without saying anything. Because like, he's the one to interrupt. Um and he'll just uh I wanna like practice. Honestly, he's gonna practice some acrobatic stuff and like walk on his hands or something. Dylan, you you notice uh like in between your breaths, you notice Zach watching you for a minute and then he starts like I think walking on his hands, maybe. Yeah. Handstands, keeping his balance. Maybe yoga? Maybe a little bit of, like, I don't know, something yoga-ish? And he's, like, 15, 20 feet away. He's not, like, right up in their fucking grill. Like, <laughs> he's off. He's off a ways. Um, if it feels like they're gonna be done for after a little while, he might wander for I think the first, like, Dylan cracks her eye and sort of looks side-eye at... at Zach, as he's doing all this stuff, and at first she's just like, just, just, just shut up and breathe, just calm down. And then after about the sixth or seventh time that she feels the p under her back from him like dismounting a handstand, she's like, 
Oh my god. Cameron opens one eye. He might he might ham it up a little bit then. Like intentionally fall over. Just to get good vibes, happy happiness happening. Whatever you're trying to do, you do it pretty good. Not the best you ever did, but you know, pretty good. Better than average. <laughs> I mean Zach's Zach's pretty good at standing on two hands. He's trying to get good at standing on one. And that's like a lot harder. So he's probably you know, letting his elbows buckle and falling. Lots of falling. Just lots of falling. <laughs> Dylan sort of laughs and sits up and then stands up and walks over. Can you, can you show me how to do that? Um, yeah, no, it's it's um it's all about balance. Here, let's let's not start with a one handed handstand. Those are pretty intense. No. Can you stand on your yeah. head? I think so. So standing on your head is the first thing. She's gonna brace her arms up over her head. Um, he like corrects you so that it's hands instead of elbows, and like says, "All right, let's try this. We're gonna make an, a triangle, and then you just gotta get your feet in the air. That's the that's the first step." And he gives like some pointers on how to do it, and uh, like holds her feet as she goes up the first time and tries to get her like steady. He goes, "Okay, now next time, try to do it without putting your head down." And then, like, lets her somersault out of that. And... Oh, she definitely falls, like, several yeah. times. <laughs> Oops, the air right out of her lungs. <laughs> Some coaching. Uh, I could maybe use, like, an inspiring sort of thing. With, like, him coaching you and helping you, you manage to uh, keep the handstand for, like, you know, almost ten seconds. So about two seconds in, when it looks like she's not falling... Zach's going to go in a handstand also so that he's facing her like a few feet apart and be like, there you go. See, you got it as we're both upside down. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like right around that 10 second mark is when Dylan, you lose it and you fall over. Do I take him with me? Probably. Yeah. You hit him as you <laughs> Cameron nice. cracking up. Just a fit of giggles. As he's laughing, he looks up as the door opens again and uh, Savannah comes out. Yeah, Savannah will approach you guys, but um, as long as you guys are, like, still laughing and, like, being positive, she's, like, slowing down and, like, approaching with caution. Um, at the end of, you know, when the laugh is naturally dying, uh, Zach, again, very, you know, just friendly, normal, this is everyday shit. He's gonna go, oh, hey, Van, you guys all, all sat in there? Yes. Yeah. Cool. I was just showing him how to do uh, handstands. Cool. Um, and then I think Savannah will, like, deep breath, <laughs> like, and then look at Dylan and, and just be like, Dylan, I I apologize. I, no, don't. That, I, that, I'm, um, no, me, I do. I'm sorry. I, I get really stressed sometimes. And I don't know if you know this, but it's been a really stressful few days. I can imagine. And I popped off, and I'm sorry. You don't have to apologize. We were switched to a private conversation at a weird time, and it was weird. And we actually genuinely weren't talking about you in particular for all that long. And, you know, I want you to know this whole 
days is it's weird it's not about you and it's weird to say that and I apologize but it's about whether or not you have you know a slug brain yeah she she's right Dylan we all did it we did yeah only I, I will say this has gone a lot better oh you didn't get hit with a shovel Oh, what? Yeah. No wolves. Oh, my God. Wait, we have wolves? Well, we have wolves. Well, you have wolves. Oh, no. Cameron looks to Zach and he says, well, we have wolves. And out there somewhere, there's a wolf who has a little of me. So that's kind of something kind of cool, I guess. Did you... Did you get did you get bit? Yeah, turns out the easiest way to um to get a wolf to calm down for a minute is to let it eat your arm. Okay, hang on. No, shut up. Listen, you are the only werewolf in existence. <laughs> Damn. It bit you. Now you can turn into a and wolf. And then I turned into it. That's fucking cool. She's right. Savannah's just nodding along to this, like, okay, all right. <laughs> like, it's it's cool, but she's, like, following the mythology, and, like, every time she wants to say, like, but uh, she's just not. <laughs> What's next? I think Savannah has to show us a handstand. Oh, I'm probably not. Oh, come on, Van, we've worked on him a couple times. We were ten. The arms still work the same, and he just does it again. <laughs> just to be a dick. <laughs> Fucking cartwheel. Dylan's like, you don't have to, but... And then Dylan does one. As you're saying you don't have to, he's egging on Cameron to do one. <laughs> Come on, Cameron, you too. Uh, Cameron, like, smiles when Zach says that, and like then he looks to Savannah, and he says... Guess mm. if she does one, I'll do one. Really? Oh, it's a challenge. He looks at you and shrugs. Is it at the same time, too? Well, if you think you can do it at the same time as me. And he, like, leans back and then starts to go forward. Savannah will say, I don't think I can do it at all. But, like, since Cameron is doing it, she'll follow reluctantly. Cameron goes up onto his handstand and he's doing it pretty good. Like he seems to wobble for a little bit, but just on pure strength keeps it up for a second. But as he starts to fall over, Savannah goes onto her hands. It just, it's like she tried to do a somersault the way she flips right into Cameron and knocks him over too. Zach's losing it. Zach is full head back belly laughing. Dylan has her hands, both of her hands clasped over her mouth, just shoulders shaking. Silently. <laughs> Zach goes over and, like, helps Savannah up. Like, gives her a hand. That's the best you got, Savannah? And, like, uh, Cameron starts to push himself up. I mean, it was a pretty good attack. If I was a hork I'd be shaking in my blades. We should get Max to do one. 
God. As uh, as Zach is helping Savannah up, she'll kind of like I think be clutching somewhere where like Cameron like she got an elbow from Cameron as she like tumbled through him, and I think she'll be saying like that's literally the worst I could have possibly done. I think. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't break anything. And your phone screen is cracked as you like pull it out to check the time. Oh well, I guess you did. Yep. That's great. Ooh. Oh no. Like as you guys pal around for a little while, um, as there's like a small break in the conversation, Camel looked at Zach and then to Savannah and say, Hey, uh, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, of course. He like starts to take a walk towards the woods, like just the tree line. Savannah will like pause for a second and like shoot a look back at like Zach and Dylan, like just like okay, and then follow Cameron. And like he stops like once he gets to a tree and he's just like looking off into the distance and like as you kind of approach him, he says, uh So you're the new leader. Trying it out. He looks like kind of over his shoulder and he's got like a little half smile on his face, but like his eyes look sad. You guys didn't really care what I, I thought about it. What do you think about it, Cameron? You know, Savannah, I know, like the thing is, I know how to be a soldier and I know what I'm good at and what I'm not. I don't want I don't want to go into this you thinking I'm angry about you switching leadership. I'm just worried that this team is falling apart. It's a fair worry. And I did think that you were angry about it. I still do a little. I don't I mean, I guess anger is part of it. I don't I don't know. I don't it's hard for me to, you know, put these things into words, but I'm not mad at you. Uh, just feel left left out, and that seems petty in all of this. It doesn't. I get it. it. It was a conversation strictly between Zach and I, and it probably should not have been. I know that sometimes choices have to be made quick and I'm not going to get a say, but if you guys had time to have that conversation, maybe it could have waited, maybe it couldn't. We were squaring off with an Andalite. Um, maybe it was just not the right, that was just the only time that you had, but I don't know. I'd be lying if I, if it didn't make me feel, if I said it didn't make me feel strange you're right it was before that it was before we were in the heat of the moment with an andalite and you should have been consulted so tell me now what your opinion is well if I was there I would have said that whoever is the leader 
needs to be someone who doesn't have to do it all. Someone who can make the right decisions, but also someone that can make the tough ones. Someone who knows the ones they lead. Someone who values, even cherishes those lives, but can also send them into impossible situations. Savannah, I'll forever be grateful that all of you just ran in to save my life. But if you're going to lead, I need you to be willing to risk it as well. I think Savannah's going to take a very long pause and he can hear her kind of like breathing pretty sharply at that. Um, Cause I think Cameron having spent enough time with Savannah knows he's hit a nerve with her and probably knew he was about to hit a nerve with her when he was saying that. And then she'll kind of deep breath out and she'll say, you're right. And I will do my best by you, Cameron. I'll do my best in all of those ways. But I don't know if that's enough for you. I've known you a little while now, and I believe you. I just want you to know that and want it to be said that I have just as much of a reason to fight as you, as Zach, as Dylan, even as Axe, a Millie. Uh, this is war, though. Things are different. I know you have just as much of a reason. I know you do. I'm not doubting that, and I'm not doubting you. I'm just not going to leave you as a sitting duck, okay? Okay, I, I appreciate that, Savannah. Thank you. I, I don't know. I have faith in you as a leader. I have faith in, in Zach as a leader, but... Just know that we're... This is all of us. If the team's falling apart... And you're the leader now. You have to pick us back up. You can do that. I'll do my best. Okay, now that that's done, uh, you should probably um, let me and Zach hang out with Dylan for a little while and you get some sleep. You do look tired. I don't know, Savannah, I didn't want to say anything in front of everybody else, but you got some bags under your eyes. Yeah, it's been a long couple of days. You don't have to worry about insulting my appearance in front of the others. We've, they've seen, we've all seen each other morph. That's true. Oh, man. Hmm. Guess we're closer than ever. <laughs> I don't know. Look, awkward moment. We had a, you know, a serious talk. Now we got a break. 
Nice. What's up, Savannah? What are you doing? Being awkward. Oh. Why? It's uncomfortable when you're more awkward than I am. Yeah. Let me think. Hey, uh, you want to go hang out with them for until you go to bed? It's almost your bedtime. Okay, I'm hearing you want me to go to bed, so I'm going to go to bed until whatever happens with Katie. Yeah, we'll wait. Yeah. And Savannah, at this point, will start walking back like she does not know what to do. <laughs> what is Cameron doing right now? <laughs> so, yeah, she'll walk back towards the group. Yeah, and Savannah and Cameron rejoin the group. And uh, as you guys walk back up, we'll pan out and we'll see uh, from the sky the, the cabin and uh, four of the humanimals. Well, three humanimals and a possible humanimal standing, some doing handstands, some falling, some laughing. 